Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for our weekly high school coaches interview. It is Tuesday. These are brought to you by our good friends at Texas Truck and Trailer. And since it is Tuesday, that means we go to the Vicaros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Joined by the head coach of the Lake Travis Cavaliers, Hank Carter. Hank, thanks as always for joining us. Always good to talk to you, but uh, always always good to talk to you after a, a nice big win for your ball club. How are you today? Uh, we're doing good. Just uh, finished up with practice, and uh, you know we've got two of our three practice days down. And just going to make notes and get ready for our last one tomorrow to get ready to play Bowie. Hank, uh, 55-7 win over Austin High. Uh, about what your kids did last Friday. Well, we've had a we've had a lot of uh, some flu sickness going through, so we were missing quite a few kids. So I was uh, I was really proud of how our offense, especially, was able to go out there and and uh, control the line of scrimmage and and really just just uh, get us out there ahead really quickly defensively. Thought we played fast, and um, you know we were able to, to uh, speed them up a little bit and control the line of scrimmage. So overall, it was a good ball game. Hank, I know we when you talk about the line of scrimmage, I know we've talked about your offensive line throughout the year, and you've had such praise for those kids up front. Uh, does that group just continue to to deliver for you week after week? And just what are your thoughts on their progress this season? Yeah, I mean, I think those guys have been the most steady group in our football program. Uh, they were outstanding last Friday night, and I also think that our running backs played really well. Nico Hamilton and Aiden Albright and uh, Christian Cuellar, all three of those guys ran the ball well. Um, we got Bo back. He started the ball game for us and, and did a great job. Chaston Ditta came in and played some too. Um, and so overall, you know, play, you know, plugging in some guys there and all the skill positions with the exception of running back, uh, we had some new faces out there. But, uh, yeah, I do, I do think the offensive line is what made us go, and, and that's how it's been. Hank, I was trying not to start with Bo. We were going to get there, but since you brought him up, uh, always good to have QB1 back under center. Yeah, well, it was good to have him out there. And, uh, he, you know, obviously he operates the offense much differently differently than anybody else we have. He's the next best thing to Coach Mangino out there. And uh, he did. He, uh, we, he took us right down the field. He got the first two series, and Chaston came in, and those guys uh, kind of went back and forth until the game was out of hand. Uh, but, yeah, it was great to have him out there. It's awesome to see him playing again. He's still working through some things, but uh, he's, he's uh, certainly better than he was early in the season. Lake Travis head coach Hank Carter joining us here on Light the Tower on the Horn. Jeff Howley and Snoop Daniel. Coach, I've watched a lot of Lake Travis football over the years, and I want to thank you for uh, uh, you know making it so entertaining. Um, does this year's team remind you of any in the past, or just a special? I know every team is different, but your thoughts? Um, I don't know. These guys are a little bit different. Um, I, you know, I, I think that there's some similarities. The way the offensive line gels together, it seems like that group um, is that way every year from the standpoint of. Uh, you know, th- those guys are the most unselfish kids in our program. They never get the football. They never get a sack. And they still show up every single day, and they're rarely talked about. Um, and so I would just say kind of that selflessness and um, and just kind of a toughness their offensive line brings. That's uh, at some from some of our good teams. That's that's always been there. You know, I think it's been a little bit of a strange transition. You know, none of the, none of the skilled players were starters a year ago. Um, we, we anticipated having Bo back. Um, but, you know, graduating the tight end and all the wideouts and the running back from the starting group, is, it, it took us a little while to kind of settle in and find our identity and, and to see how those kids are going to gel with one another. 
And I think defensively, we're just we're a little bit young, um, you know. So we've got Taven and Jane Walker and and uh, Griffin Willis out there, you know, those older guys that have been around for a while. But uh, with the kids that we're playing with outside of those guys, it's a lot of guys that are juniors or sophomores. And um, you know, I, I still think that we're uh, we're still trending up. And, uh, you know, I think we're working towards playing our foot, best football here in the next few weeks, hopefully. Yeah, Coach, I want to ask you about two more juniors on your D-line because you always have some dogs on the front, and, uh, and that's uh, Jay Turner. And I don't know if I'm going to say his last name right, but Josef Agambi, uh, 95 and 90, uh, those guys can go. Yeah, yeah so Jay Turner, he's uh, been in our program since his freshman year, and uh, he's, he's tweaked his ankle just a little bit. That's slowed him some, but he's a really tall, athletic kid, rangy. You know, we're, we're just continuing to work on him, become more and more – uh, just more and more physical at the point of attack. He does a great job of running around. And, um, and like I said, he, he can bend. He's a pretty unique athlete. He's got a, uh, I think once he figures out how good he can really be, he'll be a, a super special player. And then Joseph Agami is a guy that really in the last year, he's just ch- really changed. He's, uh, he's, he's grown. Um, he's become more and more focused uh, about the game of football. And, and Joseph's provided a lot of depth for us this year and has flown around and, and made some plays as well. Hank, kind of off subject a little bit. I know, I know we talked early in the year after NFL rosters were finalized about some of your kids in the, in the NFL, but now that the, the season is going, and I know you've got a lot of stuff on the weekends, is, is it cool for you to, to you know check in on, on Garrett Wilson or Brendan Hymes and, and be in a position where you haven't been before say, oh, I've, I've got to check in on, on the Jets game or Chargers game, NFL games that years ago you might not have cared anything about, but now you've got a, a, a vested reason in wanting to watch those games? Yeah, we do. Um, you know, luckily those kids, they still keep in touch with us and uh, they're very responsive. And of course they know that we're pulling for them and supporting them all the way. Certainly Garrett Wilson, you know, he's been a huge part of, the, of what the Jets are doing. Uh, they had a tough game over the weekend, but Garrett had a pretty good game himself. Uh, I've been talking with Dicker quite a bit. He got cut from the practice squad with the Eagles, you know, just, I guess, right before the game and maybe the day before the game this past weekend. Garrett Gilbert's been on and off the active roster there with the Patriots. And so that's been pretty cool. If you're a veteran and you can make an active roster, that's a pretty good week for you. Uh, yeah. Let's say as a quarterback, you're not going to get your brains beat in. You're going to get a pretty nice check at the end of that week. So that's, that's pretty good for him. Um, and, then, yeah, you know, K. Brewer, I think, is still working out and, and uh, is waiting on a call. Dicker, I think he's going to have some more chances. Um, you know, obviously with Baker got back healthy, but there's, you know, I'm not sure what the direction they're going for there in Carolina this year. But, yeah, we keep tabs with all of our kids. And, uh, you know, obviously it's pretty cool to see them playing on Sundays. Hank, another week, uh, another opponent where uh, they play Westlake the week before. Uh, and I know you're you're familiar with Coach Abel's and that Bowie program, but did, did anything from that Westlake family, that that was a competitive ball game. I think it was 17 nothing at halftime. Uh, anything off the Bowie's film against Westlake really jump out at you? Well, I mean, I think the film that I watched, Bowie looks really good. You know, obviously we know not. They, uh, they struggled against Westlake and struggled against Dripping Springs, but everybody who's played those two teams have done that. And so, um, yeah, I think, as always, they've got a very versatile offense. They can throw the football. They can run it from the quarterback position. They've got good receivers and tight ends and good backs. Um, and, you know, they're, they're versatile in what they do. They're, they're going to make the cover the entire field. They've got a great running game. They've got some quick game off of it, RPO-type stuff. Uh, they'll fill it vertically, and they've got a lot of screens. And so it's, a, it's, it's about a tough of offense that we're going to face. And defensively, it is. It's unique. They run a three-three stack, and they are, you know, the super, super predictable as far as they are going to pressure. And so, it's it's really going to be important that our quarterbacks and offensive line and backs get the protection set correctly when we take shots down the field because these guys are are really really adept at pressuring the quarterback. And so, you know, it's it's going to be a tough ball game for us. Luckily, we're getting to finish the regular season here at home. Um, but yeah, looking forward to hosting those guys. 
Hank, from a, from a, the the physicality standpoint, I know we talked to to Coach Salazar about this last week when they were getting ready to play Booby. Anytime you play Coach Abel's, you know they're going to have some skilled kids that can go. But just the the physicality, the toughness that they play with that that's got to be a really good test for your kids uh, before you get ready to go into the playoffs. Just knowing the the style that Booby likes to play. Yeah, I mean they're they're an aggressive team, and, and Coach Abel's has always done a great job with them. But I think, too, just playing a, a playoff-level opponent as you enter the playoffs is important as well. So, you know, it's, it's not going to be one of those where you're just playing a half. You're going to be playing the full game and, and doing your best to try to get a win. Um, and I'm sure they're going to be thinking the same thing. So, you know, it'll be a great test for our kids. It's, uh, it's a unique challenge. But, um, you know, again, if we're wanting to make a run, these are the types of games we've got to get ready for and win. Hank, don't want you to reveal your game plan or anything, but you, you talked about Bowie's offense, and when, the, when they've got that one-two punch, you know, with with Max Barnes, they can run the football. With Connor Kenyon, they can throw it. And ideally, you'd like to make an opponent one-dimensional and then take your chances that way. But this is, uh, you, you said it, this is a unique challenge where they can run it or they can throw it. Kind of whatever the defense is giving them, they can take it and make it work. Yeah, I mean, and ideally, you know, with every opponent, you want to try to make them to where they're throwing the football in situations where you're anticipating a pass. Um, and so it, it always starts with, uh, you know, trying to control the line of scrimmage, you know, see if we can come up front, with, you know, in the run game, and that'll make things just better for us. Overall, it'll be a tall challenge, though. I mean, they, they got some deceptive things they do in the running game, and like I said, they use the quarterback to run some as well. And, and when you do that, it's like they're playing with an extra play. It's, it's going to be a tough game, um, a great matchup, and, you know, that's how it's supposed to be for the, the 10th ball game. Hank, since you've been there, is this the fewest number of home games you've had in a year? Yeah, we only got four games at home this year, and we knew that going in. It was one of those things where we were worried about getting our, our full 10-game schedule set. And so we got we kind of had to agree to play a couple of them on the road um, You know that, that you know typically we would ask them to come play here. But next year we'll have more home games than West 6. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a two-year agreement, and uh, next year we'll get the better of it. It's the regular season finale. It's Bowie and Lake Travis at Lake Travis. It's coming up this Friday. And as always, you can hear that Lake Travis came here on 104.9 The Horn with Mark Honig, Bucky Godbolt, and Stu Myrick on the call. Hank, thanks for joining us as always, and best of luck to you and your kids this week. My pleasure. Thank you all. There he is. Lake Travis head coach.